right so today we are doing chapter 23 from canto 10 chapter 22 we finished yesterday and that was a very interesting chapter that we did that was krishna steals from gopi's garment you know the gopi's garment so today we are having another interesting story coming up now this story is about the brahmana's wives are blessed now it's another very beautiful story which talks about now when we were ending the last chapter if you recollect the brothers both the brothers are walking through the jungles and when they are walking through the jungles they are seeing the trees hovering on top of their head and a very beautiful knowledge was given at that point in time and that knowledge was that just in the way the trees are giving shade fruits leaves bark and everything likewise we should also spread our love to our fellow human beings in that he had used one particular verse which i will read once again this is canto 10 chapter 22 verse number 35 it says it is duty of every living being to perform welfare activities for the benefit of others with his life wealth intelligence and words so when we are moving around in this world our life is always supposed to be for the betterment of the mankind it's like i'm not saying that you should become a mother teresa or somebody great like that i'm saying at least you can start see today i'm sure you know before we started this satsang i showed you a small video where uh, a lady claude pentel one of our very uh, good friends she had organized a dinner for 50 people this was a thanksgiving dinner for the refugees and we just heard that you know the refugees had spent more than hundreds of days you know on a boat and they had to travel from myanmar and they were caught in thailand and various other places and somehow they managed to reach the united states and they were on the boat for many days not having eaten much and they were completely in a disarray so think about it from that point of view and here there is a lady who is willing to give them a meal and spreading the joy none of these most of these people don't even understand the basic language and there are lots of people over there who were trying to teach them the basic language as such including english and it is a very interesting thing that brito was a part of that entire group and he has been really very kind enough to uh, join that but should i say he should be kind enough on the contrary i should say you should do more of this every now and then you should do more and more of this so that is what krishna is also saying krishna says for the benefit of others we have to give up our life wealth intelligence and words so life i explained you know our life should be for other people wealth we always love to hold our wealth like today morning i wrote one blog where people keep on adding things and things and things and things to their life think about it like this you know you want to go on a holiday for one month what do you do with your house you lock it secure it put everything under lock and key and maybe put install a security system over there can you imagine and you have when you have a house you have the doors and the locks and the keys and the windows and everything to be secured you have a gas connection you have to disconnect you have an electricity connection you have to switch it off think about it how many things we are actually trying to take care of okay suppose there is a cupboard you have to secure the cupboard you have to lock it and see whether the lock is perfect or no 
Imagine that. Okay? The water connections, we have to see that the taps are tightly shut. Isn't that so? Imagine there are so many things we have bothered about just because we have a possession called house. Right? And if some robbers come, you better have your insurance in place. Your neighbors, you know, you have to go and tell them, please keep, uh, you know, watch on my house. Somebody may come. Can you imagine how much of a headache it is? It's likewise, I have written about marriage. When a person thinks, you know, I am getting married, I am very happy. But what he doesn't understand is there are so many things associated with marriage also. Okay? That means tomorrow you are going to have to think about, oh, what to feed, what to eat, what to drink, where to stay, how to stay, what is the kind of investment. I think about it. Today one of our uh, very close friends is getting married in the next few days time. So she has to change, look out for a house. So you have to pay the rentals, you have to pay the deposits. Now you have to have beds over there and kitchen in cabinet, this, that, so many things. You know, earlier you would manage in one plate. Okay? Now tomorrow you need to have not one plate, plates, a dozen of them. Because your friends will turn up. So you need plates, you need spoons, you need this, you need that. So many vessels. Isn't it? Did you think about it when you were getting married? No. And then doctor's visits, they are going to relatives and every relative has his own problems. When you go to a relative, you, are, you cannot go, khali hath nahi ja sakte. You know, people will say, you cannot go empty handed so you have to carry something. And they may have children. So you have to carry chocolates, you have to carry this, you have to carry that. Does anybody think about all these things when they are actually interested in getting married? Nobody thinks about these things. Nobody. And then tomorrow wife says, I am pregnant. Finished. Another story starts. What? These are all called possessions. <laughs> so think about it from this point of view. All these possessions are tying a person up. They actually tie you up so badly that you don't have time for anything. So what do, where, where does your wealth go? Huh? Paying doctor's bills, going to maternity home, buying maternity garments, huh? and after that buying Nestam, Saralac, this, that, okay? And nappies, dozens and dozens of nappies per day. Imagine that. Oh my God. The child is going to pee and he is going to poo and everything is going to happen. After that you have to think of college and school and this and that and so many things. But when you are thinking about all these things, I mean, when you are thinking, I want to get married or I want to have a child, you never thought about all these things. This is man's desire, you know. The desire is so high that I want this, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that and I want that. Doesn't work. So what Krishna is saying, can you not use your wealth for the people around you? A little bit? I mean, you can definitely give something to some people. Intelligence. You have so much of intelligence, you have so much of knowledge. You know, you studied in your college and your school and college and came out first and had, you know, maybe gold medals and silver medals and all. What is the use? Because you want to take up a job. I, me, myself. I, me, myself. We are only thinking of I, me and myself. What about that knowledge which you have got? Can you give it to those people who don't have? So that was the third thing. So first was life, second one was wealth, third one is intelligent and fourth one is called words. 
it's all about good words isn't it if somebody is ill somebody is sick somebody needs some motivation isn't it important that we should motivate people huh or always are we supposed to bring down <laughs> every now and then say tumko to kuch bhi nahi aata hai you are such a useless fellow no can you just say that you are a good person can you go and do this can you do this can you do this motivate another person you see there are lots of people who are depressed demotivated they have nothing to do in this world so so many problems are going on can we go and say some good words to them old people our parents grandparents we don't give a damn till you know till diwali comes at diwali and christmas you know we want to go and with merry christmas happy diwali or what happy diwali so that you can get gifts and you can give gifts is that the, the reason no can you talk to them nicely nobody wants to talk nicely when you don't have money you know that time you know mummy mummy can i get some money ha huh? or mummy is jhad ah money plant you want to go and shake her when you want money what is that what we use money mummy and daddy for our grandparents for don't do that so krishna says the fourth word which is use the words very very beautifully so i just wanted to reiterate the last chapters verse 35 from the bhagavatam shrimad bhagavatam which says it's a duty of every living being to perform welfare activities for the benefit of others with his life wealth intelligence and words these are the four things that you are supposed to do why because this life has been given to you for mankind for the help of the mankind you are not here only for you know filling your own stomach or thinking only about yourself You see the ants, you know. There are so many ants. Have you seen how they work in colonies and in groups? Have you seen the monkeys? Huh? Have you seen the pack of uh, you know lions or tigers going everywhere? Or the elephants? You seen an elephant going alone or what? He goes in a huge number of you know there are at least twenty, thirty elephants and they go in packs and they go and they hunt or they go from one place to another. You have seen so many beautiful movies, isn't it? in that movies they have shown all these african movies and all that you have seen they, the zebras all go together the birds you see when you see the birds fly have you seen they all form a very beautiful line and they are flying together they go from one end maybe they they are flying from siberia to maybe ranganati to over here and from ranganati to they might be going to australia who knows so they are going to warmer climates and they are all going in a group and you have definitely seen the penguins <laughs> you see all the penguins you see all the all the poles you know when they are going they are going walking along like that huh penguins and the seals and the even the whales they all do everything together and once i had told you all how the fishes survive the fishes survive in a very beautiful manner you know what they do they are very tiny fishes the tiny fishes creates a big swarm of fish and it looks like as if it's one big fish so every other fish is afraid to come near this and that is how they save themselves and they go in a group that is what is called a group activity which is helping each other but human beings are bothered about their own self i want to grow in my life i have to come up and i am only supposed to do things for myself no from today onwards maybe you can start thinking about what krishna has said your life should be a benefit of others in your life your wealth your intelligence and your words so i shall stop here and now i shall continue on chapter 23 the brahmana's wives are blessed so 
द काहड बॉईज सेट ओ रामा रामा माईटी आर्म्ड वन ओ कृष्णा चॅस्टाइझर ऑफ द विकेट वी आर बीइंग हॅरेस्ट बाय हंगर अँड यू शूड डू समथिंग अबाउट इट सो एव्हरीबडी इज हंगरी रिमेंबर इन द लास्ट चॅप्टर बलराम अँड कृष्णा आर गोईंग थ्रू द फॉरेस्ट दे आर गोईंग टू अनदर प्लेस अँड एव्हरीबडी इज हंगरी सो दे आर टेलिंग कृष्णा कॅन कॅन यू प्लीज डू समथिंग अबाउट इट वी आर हंगरी नाव वी नीड टू फीड आवर सेल्फ सुखदेव गोस्वामी सेड thus entreated by the cowherd boys the supreme personality of godhead the son of devaki replied as follows desiring to please certain of his devotees who were brahmana's wives now krishna always does something with a very deep motivation you may not understand why he is doing those things sometimes krishna does things which are never in they are far beyond your ken and understanding now the hunger is also because of certain reasons not the brahmana's boy wives now who are these brahmana's wife i shall explain at the end of the chapter but first let us do the story lord krishna said please go to the sacrificial arena where the group of brahmanas learned in the vedic injunctions are now performing the angirasa sacrifice to gain promotion to heaven so there were a lot of brahmanas who were doing a certain amount of yagyas or sacrifices over there in that particular jungle When you go there my dear cowherd boys simply request some food declare to them the name of my elder brother the supreme lord balram and also my name and explain that you have been spent, sent by us okay now you know recommendation letters are so very important in our world also so tomorrow i am going to carry one letter with narendra modi signature at the bottom i will get my work done isn't it <laughs> in our material world we are so much interested in getting our work done by somebody's you know signatures and stuff like that oh this one told me to come and talk to you we say these words isn't it so here also krishna is telling all his gopis go and tell the brahmana's wives that i have sent you right and balram balram's uh, knowledge about balram was already known to everybody because he had already killed those demons if you remember ha huh? trinavarta and all that right so further than that thus instructed by the supreme personality of godhead the cowherd boys went there and submitted their request they stood before the brahmanas with palms joined in supplication and then fell flat on the ground to offer respect the cowherd boys said o earthly gods please hear us we cowherd boys are executing the orders of krishna and we have been sent here by balram we wish all good for you please acknowledge our arrival there is a very beautiful story in ashtavakara gita i mean uh, now the king was going on a horseback ashtavakara you know the the sage who was bent in eight places okay now he was walking down and it is but natural if you meet a brahmana you have to get down from your horse and pay your respects to that person now in today's day and age you see a, a crooked person like that walking from the street i am sure nobody wants to get down even from their car and give something to that person you see the more crooked a person is now you want to close your windows of your car and you want to drive away fast you will wait for the signal jaldi green ho jaye isn't it we want the signal to become green very fast or the chakas and all when they come and they knock on the in the glass you know how fast we want to run away from there or otherwise if you are on a bike you know you are caught 
They'll come and do like this, like this to you and ask you, hey, Deta ki nahi? <laughs> so, uh, this is an interesting phenomenon. Now, but when the Brahmanas used to come in ancient times, the kings and these great courtiers, they had to bow down to them and they had to touch their feet. Similarly, in the same way, the gopis are also saying the same, something similar to that. So, let us see what happens. Or Lord Rama and Lord Achyuta are tending their cows not far from here. They are hungry and want you to give them some of your food. Therefore, O Brahmanas, O best of the knowers of religion, if you have faith, please give some food to them. It's a very interesting twist over here. The Brahmanas are being told by the gopis, See, Krishna and Balram are say, you know, they are they have been roaming in the jungles with their cows. So, can you please give us some food? So, except during the interval between the initiation of the performer of the sacrifice and the actual sacrifice of the animal, O most pure Brahmana, it is not contaminating for even the initiated to partake of food, at least in sacrifices other than the Sotaramini. So, there are different kinds of sacrifices. This particular one was for the Angirasa, isn't it? So, when you are performing different different kinds of sacrifices, he is telling them, the, the gopis are telling, Ki, you know, between that interval you can definitely serve food to people, isn't it? So they, they know the Vedas and the Shastras perfectly, so they know exactly what time to go. You know, uh, we have very interesting phenomena in our world also. Have you ever noticed the dog will exactly come at that time when you want to feed him? Suppose 11 o'clock you are feeding the dog, you know, he is going to come and stand in your gate and, and look inside. It's a very, very peculiar phenomenon. You will find that and our stomach also growls in exactly at 2 minutes to 1 or something like that. <laughs> if you are used to eating food at 1 o'clock, at 2 minutes or 3 minutes to 1, you know, your stomach is going to say, Oh, now you are hungry. Come on, come on, let's go and eat. It's exactly how it works. So here also, the timings are very, very important. So. The gopis are telling the brahmanas these things. The brahmanas heard this supplication from the Supreme Personality of Godhead and yet they refused to pay heed. Indeed, they were full of petty desires and entangled in the elaborate rituals. Though for presuming themselves advanced in Vedic learning, they were actually inexperienced fools. Those who cannot take care of other people. You see, you may go and perform as many sacrifices as you want. You may go to hundreds of temples. You may go to Tirupati Balaji to, you know, I don't know, where all you can want to go. Whichever temple you want to go. Whichever place that you want to go. Perform as many sacrifices as you want. Give as much of, you know, a big, big har and all what not stuff that you give. All the archanas that you perform. But if you don't care for your fellow human beings, that's the worst thing on earth that you can do. That's what Krishna is telling over here. Actually, Sukhdev Goswami has said these words. It's a very interesting words. He says, They are presuming themselves advanced in Vedic learning. They were actually inexperienced fools. Somebody who cannot give food to other people. At the time when they come to your place, those people are very bad. You need to feed. You need to ask them. It does not really matter, you know, it does not really matter whether, you know, you might have finished or something might have happened or you might be doing some puja or something. You need to give. In Sai Baba's Sai Charitra, there is one interesting uh, story of Dabolkar. 
You know, Dabulkar is the person who has written the Sai Satcharitra. Rem- remember the story where he is told that Baba is going to come before the meal. Huh? And he is kept one plate ready. And everybody is waiting. Sharp at 12 o'clock, there is a knock on the door. Knock, knock. The person knocks on the door and says, I have come over here, I want to give you something. But I don't have time. And Dabulkar asks him, what is it? He is a Muslim person. Okay? This is in Bandra, by the way. Bandra is the place where I used to stay earlier. So, and Dabulkar was my next, you know, very close friend of ours. So, this person gives him an image of Sai Baba. Exactly at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. So, he keeps the image over there. And once they have done the puja to the image, then they start the food, eating food. This, this is a very interesting phenomena which happened during the time of Dabolkar when he was over there. It's the same thing. When somebody comes to your door, you need to feed those people. It's extremely important that you need to do it. And these people, that is the Brahmanas, don't understand this simple logic. Although the ingredients of sacrificial performances, the, pa- the place, time, particular paraphernalia, mantras, rituals, priests, fires, demigods, performers, offerings, and the as yet unseen beneficial results are all simply aspects of his opulence. Whose opulence? Krishna's opulence. The Brahmanas saw Lord Krishna as an ordinary human being because of their perverted intelligence. Krishna comes in human form. Human beings do not have the eyes to see Krishna and they look at him as a normal human being. Oh, somebody is asking. They fail to recognize that he is the supreme absolute truth, the directly manifest personality of Godhead, whom the material senses cannot ordinarily perceive. Thus bewildered by their false identification with the mortal body, they did not show him proper respect. Even Ramakrishna Paramahansa, when he had gone to Brahma Samaj one day with one other associate, was not given any due respect. He had to search for a place where he could sit for lunch. You may wonder sometimes, why do these great people do this kind of a thing? When a person is insulted, now suppose you are insulted in somebody's house, will you go over there? No. You know what you will say? This person insulted me. He didn't give me food. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. But you know great people, how? what they do? They go to that house. They go to that place. And they eat over there. They will eat a little thing. You know why they, why they do that? So that that person who has become irresponsible should not fall down from grace. It's a very very important thing which these great people do. So Ramakrishna Paramahansa went to Brahmo Samaj's meeting where they were serving food and he ate over there and he asked, can I have a luchi? Luchi means puris, you know puri? Puri sago you have. So he asked for luchi and he said, can I have that? And he ate over there and went away from there like an ordinary human being because he doesn't want any of those people to fall down. 
it's a very very important phenomena but in our normal world if somebody insults us what do we do we don't want to go to that place i don't want to go to that fellow because he's insulted me i will never eat in that person's house i will never step in that house i don't want to see that person's face this is how we behave but krishna explained in the last chapter it's very very important that you think of others not of yourself stop thinking about yourself the ego that you have never have this ego you need to keep you know crush your ego don't worry people will call you shameless they will say kyun khana khane ko aaya kya so what happens does it matter you are actually doing them a favor nobody understands this so krishna is anyway going to partake don't worry about it so they fail to recognize that he is the supreme absolute truth the directly manifest personality of godhead whom the material senses cannot ordinarily perceive thus bewildered by their false identification with the mortal body they did not show him proper respect when the brahmanas failed to reply even with a simple yes or no o chastiser of enemy the that is parikshit the cowherd boys returned disappointed to krishna and rama and reported this to them so all these boys had gone over there and they come back to krishna oh they are not giving us any food now hunger is growing because they you see when you go for this kind of great uh, feast you know you know the kind of smells that you get very nice and tasty stuff okay so the hunger grows <laughs> and krishna understands this very well hearing what had happened the supreme personality of god at krishna the lord of the universe simply laughed then he again addressed the cowherd boys showing them the way men act in this world lord krishna said tell the wives of the brahmanas that i have come here with lord shankarshana they will certainly give you all the food you want for they are most affectionate towards me and indeed with their intelligence reside in me alone now you will ask me why does this happen why is that a man one moment a man is talking like this a brahmana is talking like this and his wife so there are two separate issues over here we shall address them later so the coward boys went to the house where the brahmana's wife was staying there the boys saw those chaste ladies sitting nicely decorated with fine ornaments bowing down to brahmana ladies the boys addressed them in all humility the coward boys said obeisance unto you o wives of the learned brahmanas kindly hear our words we have been sent here by lord krishna who is passing by not far from here he has come a long way with the cowherd boys and the lord balrama tending the cows now he is hungry so some food should be given to him and his companion the wives of the brahmanas were always eager to see krishna for their minds have been enchanted by descriptions of him thus as soon as they heard that he had come they became very excited now think about it like this yesterday also we were talking about a similar thing all the gopis wanted to see krishna isn't that what happened today also the brahmanas wives are also interested in seeing krishna i'm going to ask you one question think about it when you go to any temple or when you go to church or when you go to any of the holy places would you like to meet the lord over there everybody will say yes nobody will say i don't want to meet no 
we all want to see who this god is and till today we have never seen him you know that human beings they might go to balaji temple they may go to ram temple or krishna temple or go to church or go to a gurudwara or whichever place but nobody has ever seen god till today and think about it today buddha or jesus or krishna say i want to come and visit you everybody will want to go and see you know there was one story where they they said you know that ganesha drinks milk <laughs> there was one story on the internet where ganesha drinks milk or mother mary is giving you know tears of blood there is one statue in pondicherry tears of blood are flowing out or somewhere in india ganesha is drinking milk everybody wants to go to that house and see how ganesha is drinking milk everybody wants to go to this church to see whether mother mary is really crying those tears or no that's how the love is for the god we actually don't understand we think you know okay i'm going to the temple i go to baba's temple you know every thursday i go to sai baba mandir okay do what over there have you ever met sai baba in your life never you just go to over that place and you see one you know the marble statue over there but have you actually met that sai baba you need to meet him and we go with full you know intention that i want to meet baba i want to meet jesus i want to meet mother mary i want to meet buddha we go to the temple or the church or these places so that we want to meet these people and we have never thought about this but actually the urge inside every human being is to see this god but till today you have never been able to see right so in the end i will tell you why so let us continue with the ladies what are they saying the wife of the brahmanas were always eager to see krishna for their minds have been enchanted by description of him thus as soon as they heard that he had come they became very excited taking along in large vessels the four kinds of food full of fine taste and aromas all the ladies went forth to meet their beloved just as river flows towards the sea although their husbands brothers sons and other relatives tried to forbid them from going their hope of seeing krishna cultivated by extensive hearing of his transcendental qualities won out along the river yamuna within a garden decorated with bud of ashoka trees they caught sight of him strolling along in the company of the cowherd boys and his elder brother balrama his complexion was dark blue and his garments yellow golden wearing a peacock feather colored minerals sprigs of flower birds and a garland of forest flowers and leaves he was dressed just like a dramatic dancer he rested one hand upon the shoulder of a friend and the other toward a lotus lilies graced his ears his hair hung down over his cheek and his lotus like face was smiling so we are given a very interesting description of krishna i'm sure you know when i was talking these words you are actually visualizing oh krishna looks like this okay one hand is resting on this one hand is like this and hairs are falling down his you know the tresses are down on his face he's wearing a yellow garment and he looks like this and he's dark skin you know all those things 
actually come in front and stand in front of your eyes. O ruler of men, for a long time those Brahmana ladies had heard about Krishna, their beloved, and his glories had become constant ornaments to their ears. Indeed, their minds were always absorbed in him. Although the aperture of their eyes, they now forced him to enter within their hearts and then they embraced him within for a long time. In this way, they finally gave up the pain of separation from him, just as sages give up the anxiety of false ego by embracing their innermost consciousness. Now I am going to give you a very corny line by the way. This line is talking about how the Brahmana ladies were looking at Krishna and they were satiated by seeing him. Okay? Now, even when you go back to your native place and you meet your mother, you know, she keeps on looking at you like this with the eyes open, wide open and saying, Oh my God, my son has returned, my daughter has returned. Okay. She is trying to fill her entire being with you. Because the love that she has for you. Yeah, in our films also, Niruparaya and one of those old ladies will say, you know, I have I was sorry, some such kind of crap is told in the film. But think about it. What is it that they are trying to convey? They are trying to convey the love that you have. Love that the person has. You know, maybe a certain thing that you love. Maybe something that you like. Huh? Your mother will make and keep. You know that? We do that, isn't it? When you know that that person is coming, you make that thing and keep. Your brother may not like it, the one who is staying with. <laughs> he will say, what is this nonsense you are making? Oh, your son is coming, that's why your daughter is coming, that's why you are making. <laughs> but what happens is, this is the love that we experience even in our normal human world. Now think about these Brahmana wives. They are looking at Krishna and they are satiated. They just let their eyes take in the drishya, you know, and let it enter into their heart. Lord Krishna, who witnesses the thoughts of all creatures, understood how these ladies had abandoned all worldly hopes and come there simply to see him. He thus addressed them as follows with a smile upon his face. Lord Krishna said, Welcome, O most fortunate ladies. Please sit down and make yourself comfortable. What can I do for you? That you have come here to see me is most appropriate. Certainly, expert personalities who can see their own true interest render unmotivated and uninterrupted devotional service directly unto me. For I am the most dear to the soul. This line may seem out of context, but actually it's telling you something very, very deep over here. Krishna is telling the ladies, certainly some personalities who can see their own true interest rendered unmotivated and uninterrupted devotional service directly to me. For I am most dear to the soul. Do you know what these words mean? Even when you go to any temple or any place of worship, actually you are not praying to the deity over there. Yeah, I understand what deities are, no? 
ब्रह्मा विष्णु महेश लक्ष्मी पार्वती ऑल दीज गणेशा ऑल दीज आर कॉल डेटीज वेन यू गो एंड प्रे टू एनी ऑफ दीज पीपल यू आर एक्चुअली प्रेइंग टू द सुप्रीम डिवाइन कॉन्शियसनेस विच इज कृष्णा हिमसेल्फ एंड हियर कृष्णा इज बैंग इन फ्रंट ऑफ देम सो वॉट इज ही सेंग वेन यू डू दिस काइंड ऑफ सर्विस डायरेक्टली टू मी डायरेक्टली नो इन बिटवीन्स यू नो वेन यू वॉन्ट टू गो एंड एंटर अ टेम्पल और सम सच प्लेस एंड यू वॉन्ट टू कट द क्यूज पाँच सौ रुपया हजार रुपया यू नो यू गिव ऑल दैट चंदा एंड द चंदा डजेंट गो टू गॉड ओवर देर द चंदा गो टू दैट पंडाजी ओवर देर द चमचा ऑफ दैट टेम्पल और दिच एवर ओके इन दिस केस यू आर डायरेक्टली गोइंग यू आर डायरेक्टली एंट्रिंग दैट सैंक्टम सैंक्टोरम हाँ यू आर मीटिंग कृष्णा डायरेक्टली वाई डू यू वॉन्ट दिस असिस्टेंट्स Why do you need any of these people around you? You don't need. You don't need any assistance in all these things. So Krishna says, "Come directly to me." These lines are telling you you don't need any assistance anywhere. You should do two things in this. He said this very clearly. It should be unmotivated and uninterrupted devotional service. What does unmotivated? Motivation means what? Oh, you give me this, then I will come. Okay. You want to visit your friend, or you want to call up your friend. You know, you see him on Facebook every day. But just suddenly, you want somebody's telephone number. Okay, and he'll say, "Hi, hello, how are you? Okay, can you please give me this fellow's number?" Till that day, you have never thought of this guy. And till that day, you have gone to his page and say, "Stupid fellow, he keeps on going this and doing this and doing this." Samastha kya hai apne aapko? But you want somebody else's number, telephone number. You will ping him and say, "Hi, hello, how are you? Can you give me this number?" You know, we are such hypocrites. Hmm? We don't want to visit God without some motivation. We say, you know, I want to visit God if I am going to get a good nokri or a chokri or something like that in this world, right? You want good money? God, God, give me promotion, 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 and this is motivated service. Krishna says, "Come to me with unmotivated, no motivation over there. It should be only one thing in your mind. You are only coming over there to meet me, not to take something from me. Don't come with a motivated way." Okay, so he says, "Render unmotivated and uninterrupted." Someday we say, "You are very bad." You know, you remember Dil to Pagal hai, huh? In that, Karishma Kapoor looks up to God. Tum bade kharabo and something like that. She says, "I'm sorry, you cannot talk like that to Krishna. You cannot say, you know, you are a bad fellow. You are doing something wrong. You cannot say these kind of words. It should be uninterrupted. Whether Krishna gives you two tight slaps or whether he bends you backwards does not matter." Don't say any dirty words to him. Don't say bad words to him. It's his love. Please understand. The reason why he is doing those kind of things in your world is because he wants you to become the best. To be the best, you have to go through. You know, when you actually go through to make the you know the steel sword, steel sword. You know how much of heat you have to apply and bang it, dang, 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 dang. Have you seen the person who makes a sword? i'm sure in some of the films you have seen okay or to make the diamond you have to polish it hard on that surface 
that is the kind of heat that is required to make you strong krishna puts you through this entire process and at that moment in time you are, you will say to him you are such an idiot you know you are putting me in this i i hate you you can't say i hate you he is making you the diamond he is making you the sharpest sword he is making you the best tool in this world you have to go through that so he says uninterrupted devotional service directly unto me for i am the most dear the soul it's only by contact with that self that one's vital breath intelligence mind friends body wife children wealth and so on are dear therefore what object can possibly be more dear than one's own self krishna says i am your self i am the soul inside of you i am the one thing that you need in this world to be who you are when i am with you then only you can enjoy these other things what is it the vital breath prana intelligence jnana mind friends body wife children all these you can enjoy only if you have me with you otherwise you can't enjoy any of these things you should thus return to the sacrificial arena because your husbands the learned brahmanas are householders and need your assistance to finish their respective sacrifices the wife of the brahmana replied o almighty one please do not speak such cruel words rather you should fulfill your promise that you always reciprocate with your devotee in kind now that we have attained your lotus feet we simply wish to remain here in the forest so that we may carry upon our head the garland of tulsi leaves you may neglectfully kick away with your lotus feet we are ready to give up all material relationships so what do the brahmana ladies say they say we have actually come over here so that we can give up our life for you only when you meet god i'm sure you know you don't want to do anything in this world except just be lost in him oh our husbands fathers sons brothers and other relatives and friends will no longer take us back and how could anyone else be willing to give us shelter therefore since we have thrown ourselves at your lotus feet and have no other destination please oh chastiser of enemy grant our desires so all these ladies are saying to krishna see we have thrown everything to the winds we don't care for our brothers husbands sons or whosoever all the male folks in the family you know they are definitely going to say something wrong to us because a woman has left everything and come to krishna and naturally everybody is going to look at that person oh you like that right but krishna is krishna you should know that krishna is not some ordinary human being that is the reason why to follow him is very important and the devotees understand this the supreme personality of god had replied rest assured that your husbands will not be inimical towards you nor will your father brother sons and other relatives of the general populace i will personally advise there in the situation indeed even the demigods will express their approval for you to remain in my bodily association would certainly not please people in this world nor would it be the best way for you to increase your love for me rather you should fix your mind on me and very soon you will achieve me so krishna tells them very clearly don't worry about what the world is going to say to you nobody in this world has the right to say anything to you because you are in love with me you see the love for krishna transcends any relationship in this world don't worry about any relationship of any kind in this world when you have a single pointed devotion for krishna 
don't bother about any relationships that's what krishna is telling here he says don't bother about your husband sons relatives fathers or whosoever they might be or any of the general populace don't worry about any of these things you are only supposed to be devoted to me only just be focused on me alone and nothing else in this world it is by hearing about me seeing my deity form meditating upon me and chanting my names and my glories that love for me develops not by physical proximity therefore please go back to your homes this is a very important line which you should know if you stay with krishna it doesn't mean that you will have devotion for him physical proximity has nothing to do with love and devotion for krishna what is important to hear about my words seeing my deity form meditating upon me and chanting my name and glory that love for me develops how does love for krishna develop which i always keep on saying you should sing songs for krishna you know very beautiful songs are there you can sing songs you can chant his name okay or you can write songs you can write about him you can dance for him these are the kind of things just think about him read his stories attend satsangs this is the only way in which you will be one with krishna and not physical proximity just being next to him doesn't make anybody great therefore please go back to your homes shila sukdev goswami said thus instructed the wives of the brahmanas returned to their place of sacrifice the brahmanas did not find any fault with their wives and together with them they finished the sacrifice one of the ladies has been forcibly kept back by her husband when she heard the others describe the supreme lord krishna she embraced him within her heart and gave up the material body the base is a bondage to material activity so one of the ladies over there she was not allowed by her husband to go at that point in time she just lets her pran go away just thinking about krishna govinda the supreme personality of godhead fed the cowherd boys with the food of four varieties then the all powerful lord himself partook of the preparations thus the supreme lord appearing like the human being to perform his pastime imitated the way of the human society he enjoyed pleasing his cows cowherd boyfriends and cowherd girlfriends with his beauty words and action the brahmanas then came to their senses and began to feel great remorse they thought we have sinned for we have denied the request of the two lords of the universe who deceptively appeared as ordinary human beings taking note of their wife's pure transcendental devo- devotion to lord krishna the supreme personality of godhead and seeing their own lack of devotion the brahmanas felt very sorrowful and began to condemn themselves the brahmanas said to hell with our threefold birth our vow of celibacy and our extensive learning to hell with our aristocratic background and our expertise in the rituals of the sacrifice these are all condemned because we are inimical to the transcendental power of power personality of krishna of godhead the illusory potency of the supreme lord certainly bewilders us great mystics what to speak of us as brahmanas we are supposed to be the spiritual masters of all the classes of men yet we have been bewildered about our own real interest just see the unlimited love these women have developed for lord krishna the spiritual master of the entire universe this love has broken from them the very bonds of death their attachment to family life 
these women have never undergone the purificatory rites or the twice born classes nor have they lived as brahmacharis in their ashramas or of the spiritual master nor have they executed austerities speculated on the nature of the self have followed the formalities of cleanliness or engaged in pious rituals nevertheless they have firm devotion for lord krishna those glories are enchanted by the exalted hymns of the vedas and who is the supreme master of all the masters of mystic powers we on the other hand have no such devotion for the lord although we have executed all these processes this verse is telling you about the kind of hypocritical people living in this world they do all kind of puja paath they go to temples they go and do all kinds of things that are required in this world they go and read very very fantastic texts i have people over i met so many people who will say why oh, by what by hearted the bhagavad gita oh is that so by hearting the bhagavad gita makes you great no only devotion to krishna only devotion no need of any of these qualifications see so many things are written over here no qualification is required you don't have to be a brahmacharya you don't have to go to any ashrama you don't have to go anywhere you don't have to take up any vows of celibacy or any of those things nothing like that is required he is telling you that you don't have to become a very great expert in some vedas and shastras no need nothing like that is needed can you just be you know in love with krishna that is all beyond that nothing is required so all these processes have no value where krishna is concerned devotion love and devotion only single pointed love and devotion for krishna is all you need indeed infatuated are we with our household affairs we have deviated completely from the real aim of our life but now just see how the lord through the words of the simple cowherd boys has reminded us of the ultimate destination of all true transcendentalist everybody's destination is only one isn't it we are not talking about dying and going to some heaven are we talking about dying and going to some heaven no way i don't want to go to any heaven why because from heaven i have to again come back to earth i have to keep on going into this cycle of birth and death that is why the fourth word is there called moksha moksha means what i want complete liberation but who wants liberation somebody who is not at all interested in god moksha is required by those people who want to be dissolved in the brahma in the first divine unmanifest you know that a moksha is required by people who want to be dissolved in the first divine unmanifest but krishna tells you very clearly even in the bible says the same thing far beyond the first unmanifest is another unmanifest which is what is called the second divine unmanifest and that is what we call as golok vrindavana isn't it and that is what is called father in heaven even jesus said the same words i want to go to father in heaven he never said i want to go to some heaven i want to go and meet my father in heaven that is called the second divine unmanifest i want to go there and i have to be lost in glory of the lord i have to be in love and devotion only to him that is all that is needed so here krishna is also saying the same thing indeed infatuated are our household affairs we have deviated completely from the real aim of life but now just see how the lord through the words of the simple coward boys has reminded us of the ultimate de- destination of all the true transcendentalist every spiritual person in this world doesn't want to go to any heaven or brahma vishnu mahesh nothing nobody wants to go to vaikuntha 
nobody wants to go to what kailasha nobody wants to go to this other place which is brahmaloka or indra's heaven where do they want to go they want to go to goloka vrindavana that is a place where krishna stays and this is in the shrimad bhagavatam by the way so that is called the ultimate destination otherwise why would the supreme controller whose every desire is always fulfilled and who is the master of liberation of all other transcendental benediction enacts this pretense with us who is always to be controlled by him how can you control the divine lord you can control him only with love, love and devotion remember the two words which i said uninterrupted isn't it uninterrupted. don't don't forget those words uninterrupted <laughs> and unmotivated unmotivated and uninterrupted devotion to the lord never forget these words is the most important words you should always remember hoping for the touch of his lotus feet the goddess of fortune perpetually worships him alone leaving aside all others and renouncing her pride and fickleness that he begs in certain certainly astonishing to everyone even lakshmi wants that all the aspects of the sacrifice the auspicious place and time the various items of paraphernalia the vedic hymns the prescribed rituals the priest and the sacrificial fires the demigods the patrons of the sacrifice the sacrificial offering and the pious results obtained are all simply manifestation of his opulence yet even though we have heard that supreme personality of god and vishnu the lord of all the mystic controllers has taken birth in the yadu dynasty we are so foolish that we would not recognize sri krishna to be none other than him what does this line say to us this line tells us very very funny things you know what i'm sure you know many of you people would say oh i one day met abdul kalam have you said these words i have his autograph i met sharuk khan i have his autograph okay i have bought this painting from them is it is it worthwhile i'm sorry you know what is worthwhile to have sharuk khan in your on your hand <laughs> not just his signature so here all the opulences that means everything associated with krishna is given as that okay so when we go to some place you know oh this is a place where mahatma gandhi stayed oh sabarmati ashram this is his samadhi place of samadhi okay this is his this place what do you get over there by the way okay. you may go to shirdi you may go to puttaparthi or i don't know where all places you may go to tirupati for all i care what do you go and do over there get some little prasad from that place isn't it some small putana tutana or something like that some peda or something like that or maybe one vibhuti over here that is all you get is that what you want or do you want sai baba to be with you yes. you want krishna to be with you that's what you want actually that is the most important thing to have krishna on your you know in your palm is the most important thing and how can you have him on your palm only with love and devotion nothing else in this world matters can you understand this don't go after all these opulences of his i went to this temple i did this i did that i got so much prasad who cares that prasad is of no value got it let us offer our obeisances unto lord krishna the supreme personality of godhead his intelligence is never bewildered whereas he we confused by his power of illusion are simply wandering about on the path of fruitive work krishna can never be bewildered in the sense don't think that he is a foolish person by the way don't ever give him that credit you know he is a murkha is a mood you know mood and murkha means what 
an idiot. You can't hear. Of course, you can hear, isn't it? So, only one person cannot hear. Everybody can hear. So, only the fruitive work. We were bewildered by Lord Krishna's illusory potency and thus could not understand his influence as the original personality of Godhead. Now we hope he will kindly forgive our offense. So now it has come back. So only few people did not were not supposed to hear. Maybe. You know what words were not supposed to hear? Mud and Murkha. Hmm. Maybe those are the words. So never call Krishna an idiot, by the way. Okay? And never they say that he is a stupid fellow. Because <laughs> he's a very intelligent person. You can get embroiled in his great potency, which is called Maya. Maya is the most dangerous thing in this world. Krishna's Maya is like this. Suddenly one fine day everything will disappear. You won't even know. So, we were bewildered by Lord Krishna's illusory potency and thus could not understand his influence as the original personality of Godhead. Now we hope he will kindly forgive us our offenses. Thus reflecting on the sin they had committed by neglecting Lord Krishna, they became very eager to see him. But being afraid of Lord Kamsa, they did not go, dare go to Raja. So all these ladies bow down to him, take his obeisance and they do not go with him to Vraja because they are all afraid of Kamsa. So we shall stop over here but I shall continue with my explanation after this. Okay, so we can just go off here.